Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode six of season two of Transformers Prime. It is Loose Cannons. This episode was directed by Chip Chase's good friend Scooter Tidwell. Ah, It was written by David McDermott. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Optimus, RC, and Bulk had unsuccessfully tried to stop the Decepticons from acquiring another Autobot relic, while Bumblebee ignored orders and confronted Starscream and Mech on his own. Mm-hmm. And then there was a the thing about a T-Cog. In this yeah. episode, uh, Fowler calls into Optimus HQ and he's pissed off again. Yeah, what are you people doing out there? And Prime's like, uh, man, we're all here. And he steps aside and they're all... Gathered behind him, he's like, see, they're all here, gathered behind me, close together for some reason, for <laughs> for plot purposes. Uh, but yeah, it turns out there's a couple Transformers and they're having a fight. Yeah, they're fighting 20 miles outside Omaha. So Ratchet and Nursey point out, well, they're probably two Decepticons because they're not exactly best buddies with each other these days, right? Like, but it, well, it turns out that one of them they think is that Skysquake, yeah. and no, it can't be because we killed them. But the other one paints different. Yeah, does <laughs> that matters? And the other one is Wheeljack. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, Fowler Jack shows him the he's f- back. <laughs> yes. And uh, he smacks, when he says that, he's like, yeah, he's back. He smacks them all in the back and just about sends them all flying. <laughs> and Fowler's <laughs> like, look, go and take care of that or we're all going to end up in the 11, 11 o'clock news yep. and we have our opening. And meanwhile, in Nebraska, sure enough, it is Wheeljack and some guy that looks like Guy Quick. They're shooting it out. Oh, and then Fowler shows up before the Autobots get there in his Harrier jet again. Yeah, his F-22, which apparently can hover or whatever. Oh, is that what it is? Wheeljack starts shooting at him, but Fowler's like, hey, I'm on your side. And then he opens up on this other, I guess it's a Decepticon, but this other Transformer. Yep, and uh, then a ground bridge just opens up and Wheeljack's like, I thought the gang might show up and... uh, the Autobots pretty much surround him, and then or, or they surround this other Decepticon, and then he scans Fowler's jet, <laughs> and I called it. I yep. totally called it, because he's like, oh, not this again. You think he'd learn, <laughs> but he doesn't. And um, the uh, as that's happening, or just after that happens, Jackie fires at this Decepticon and blows up a gas station. That, that was in RoboCop, wasn't it? Didn't something like that happen? It was. Better alive, you are coming with me. I know you. You're dead. We killed you. Yeah, that's it. We killed you. Oh, that's a good movie. But uh, yeah, the Decepticon flies off, and Wheeljack calls it Dreadwing. Yeah. So I guess he's. That's right. We got a brand new Decepticon, and it's Dreadwing. He looks just like Skyquake, but he's got a different paint job. He's got a paint job like Dirge. Remember Dirge? Go buy Dirge, and then buy this one. Buy Dreadwing. Buy Skyquake. Buy them all. Buy G1. Buy Beast Wars. Put them all in my pocket, and the money in my pocket, and the drugs in my nose. <laughs> Holy shit. He's on to something. Or he's on something and on to something. So this is Dreadwing. Yeah, it's Dreadwing. Here's something interesting, Paul, though. Uh, Dreadwing is played by Tony Todd, and I'm going to tell you a little story about the time I met Tony Todd. So if anybody doesn't know that actor's name, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in The Rock, but uh, he was best known for his role as Candyman in 1992 or 3 or something. I remember that that movie was a thing because they dare you say his name three times. I don't think I ever saw it. But I, I do remember it was a thing. I've watched it in recent years and it doesn't hold up. But I first watched it when I was like 13, 14 years old. It scared the living shit out of me back then. <laughs> and years ago, when I was a grocery clerk working in a store, I was stacking shelves one day. And all of a sudden, I heard this voice behind me go, 
Could you tell me where the mustard is? <laughs> and I turned around, and Candyman was looking at me. Holy and I'm, I don't have a great poker face, so I'm sure I went, yeah. <laughs> I showed him where the mustard was, but holy fuck, that scared the life out of me. It wasn't the only thing yellow in the aisles, what you're saying? <laughs> okay, anyway. Clean up on aisle seven. Okay, wow. How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, that was the time I met Candyman. Um, but he is not Candyman in this. He is Dreadwing. Well, Wheeljack thinks that uh, Dreadwing must have rigged this place to explode. That's why the police went up. But the other Autobots are like, uh, no, that's gasoline. And that's what it does when you shoot it with energy weapons. So, and then uh, Optimus comes up and he's like, Wheeljack, you would do best to listen to my orders, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. he, is, he is not happy. Yeah, you're going to follow my lead on this planet, buddy. So uh, back at base, uh, Ratchet's fixing up Wheeljack's arm and uh, Wheeljack apologizes for, you know, blowing up the gas station. But he's like, I tracked down Dreadwing for 100 light years. And Bulkhead says, like, well, I thought you were out looking for other Autobots. And Wheeljack's like, I was. And I found one. Sea spray. It's like, sea spray? Really? Yeah. And, it's another one. It's a brand new toy, but it's an old toy. We're going to buy it again. Buy a few kids. Put money in my pocket. Give me the bonus. Give me drugs up my nose. All right. It's sea spray. It's sea spray. <laughs> They even have a toy for sea spray again. Hey, did they even have one? You go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> oh my lo- Okay, all right. Uh, anyway, it was sea spray, and we don't see him. Which yeah. Anyway, but um, Bulkhead because they do a flashback. Bulkhead's like, "How is old Barnacle Butt?" Oh, yes. And he's like, "He's dead. He got blown up." Oh, okay. That's a bit of a downer. Yeah, he's not doing so good, Bulk. He's blown to bits, actually. <laughs> but he. So yeah, uh, he was like the story is that. Uh, um, Jackie was going to go meet Sea Spray, and Dreadwing got to Sea Spray first and planted a bomb in a ship and blowed him up. Mm-hmm. And after he got blowed up, then Jackie started tracing or tracking Dreadwing. He says across a dozen solar systems, but that's not how that works. It's a dozen star systems. Yeah. There's only one solar system because there's only one star called Sol. There you go. But yeah, and also I think a dozen star systems would probably be a longer trail than a hundred light years out of the way. Oh yeah, it uh, shows them flying near Saturn and then. He shoots him down just above Earth and Conveniently. he goes down and then Wheeljack follows him. And Optimus realizes that, look, if Dreadwing's anything like his twin Skysquake, because apparently they were twins, um, he's going to be fiercely loyal to the Decepticon cause. Yep. So he's probably just here to join up with Megatron. That's why he was coming here, I guess. So Wheeljack's all set to go out and finish him. And Optimus explains, look, there's humans on this planet, whether or not you notice, there's literally billions of them. And we need to be careful in our dealings with the Decepticons because we cannot allow the humans to be hurt. And at that time, a human shows up. It's Fowler, and he just reams uh, Jackie out. He's like, listen, asshole. Do you know how many strings yeah, I to pull? Cannon? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the, the side, the, the thing to take away from that little argument, though, is that, well, first off, Wheeljack says, hey, I'm not one of Optimus's people, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Fowler was able to save um, Wheeljack's ship called the Hammerhead, and it's they still have that now. So he still has a spaceship. He had to jump through some big hoops to get that uh, ship hauled away before anyone saw it. So yeah, Wheeljack basically storms off and uh, Bulkhead's like, ah, I'll talk to him. He goes after him. And Optimus and Fowler have a little bit of a back and forth. And what we find out from that is that the Wreckers, all of them, so Sea Spray, Bulkhead, Wheeljack, he mentions a couple others later down the road, but yeah. they were like a black ops group. They operated outside of the rules of the Autobots. Yeah, that's what Optimus says. And then Fowler's like, oh, or like black ops kind of thing. So we kind of gets the picture, I guess. Yeah. And I'm sure Fowler has contacts with the Black Ops. <laughs> yes. But we then go to Dreadwing, who's holding up his flip phone. Does this look anything like your flip phone, Paul? Uh, that's, Paul that's still fair. has a flip phone. 
That's fair. Uh, also, he's not lying. <laughs> it, it shoots like a laser beam into the air. It's, I guess it's a signal, and the nemesis arrives. And now we're in the command center of the Decepticon ship, and uh, Dreadwing basically gets put on the payroll, and he tells Megatron that, you know, loyalty isn't the only reason I'm here, because uh, I want to know what happened to Skyquake. And Megatron, he's like, yeah, the Autobots killed him. He's got, conveniently, he has the footage from the TV show on Soundwave's face. Yeah. But he also says this Well, Soundwave was there because Soundwave and, uh, and Starscream were there at the time, yeah. And Soundwave got great camera angles of that whole thing. Just wonderful <laughs> shots. And uh, I guess uh, Dreadwing and Skyquake are like Zaymont and Tomax from G.I. Joe because one yeah. knows when the other one does anything. It's like he just knows that he's been killed. And uh, Megatron makes it clear, look, this did not happen under my watch, but uh, Skyquake swears revenge on the Autobots. Commercial break. And when we come back, we're still in that conversation, and Megatron says, oh, whoa, whoa, slow down there, cowboy. You'll mm -hmm. take revenge on the Autobots when I say you're good and ready to do it. We'll get to that eventually, but not You're today. under my command. So back at the base, or in a cave just outside it, I guess, or on top of it, uh, Bulkhead is talking to Wheeljack, who's... Uh, it's in the same cave as where they hit his ship, so... But uh, he's telling Wheeljack, you know, the Autobots are severely outnumbered. We could really use your help. And then Wheeljack starts listing off names, and it's the names of all the wreckers that are no longer alive mm -hmm. and bulkhead's like yeah dude there's not many of us left like, yeah that's the point we, <laughs> yeah we have to help help the autobots and he's like look you got to understand optimus is the real deal he's like i love the wreckers but i left them for optimus because he's and then uh, wheeljack interrupts him he's like yeah he's the best there is blah 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 i've heard it before he does not think highly of optimus no he doesn't but just then wheeljack's ship gets a signal and it's from Dreadwing, and he's like, hey, you want to scrap? You want to scrap? You can beef me or something? <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the size of the ass on me. Yeah, I'm going to take a pipe to that son of a bitch. But uh, <laughs> Bulkhead's like, man, it's a trap. You know that, right? And he's like, yeah, I know, but when does that ever stop me? Uh, you coming with? <laughs> Here we go with the come with a bit again. Yeah, that pops up a couple of times this episode, but they end up confronting, or Wheeljack confronts um, Dreadwing in just a generic forest. And uh, they throw, I guess they each have a grenade and they throw their grenades at each other. Yeah, that's how they start the fight. So I guess there's that. But uh, did you notice at first, uh, Wheeljack's scar from before that Ratchet was fixing, it's gone when they're talking, but then it's back when he lands and closes the, the mask and gets the swords out. I did not notice yeah, that. It's a little paint error there, I guess. But yeah, Dreadwing starts running and Wheeljack follows him and he, Dreadwing uses his, I have written down his flip phone too, to be fair. He uses his flip phone <laughs> to trigger like these little sticky bombs he's got rigged up. And yeah, they're running through like a gorge and these bombs keep blowing off on the side of this little gorge and Wheeljack dodges everyone. And Doesn't finally, really do anything, yeah. Yeah, fi but he finally uh, pins Dreadwing down or catches him at the end of this gorge. Dreadwing's got nowhere to go. Yep. And uh, but somehow Bulkhead is at the top of the end of this gorge and uh, is like, yeah, if you're planning on flying out, it's not happening today, whatever he says. But somehow there's or for some reason, there's another bomb underneath Bulkhead. Yeah, it turns out that Dreadwing read the script and knew where everybody would be. Yeah. Uh, he sets that bomb off and Bulkhead falls down, like falls down the landslide avalanche, whatever it is. And uh, and Wheeljack gets caught under and Steve loses another hundred bucks. I was about to say, and someone just made a hundred bucks and uh, Dreadwing flies out and he looks back down at it and uh back at base bulkhead's signal now is a thousand miles away from where it was and ratchet guesses that wheeljack is with him 
And uh, there's been no response trying to contact him. Yeah, it was interesting that his signal was 1,000 miles. I thought it was 500 miles, and then it was 500 more. Uh, but I guess he's the Autobot who would be 1,000 miles away just to see. Yeah, I don't know where that one goes. So Ratchet, he's got the signal, and uh, they are unable to con- contact him. So we go to uh, Jackie crawling out from under the rubble, and he's it comes out, and he's like, Hey, bulkhead, I'm glad you're here and not off. Optimus, that big fucking douchebag who I don't love. Oh, hey, Optimus. Yeah, Optimus lifts the rock free. And uh, like Optimus is like, look, if you want to ignore my orders, fine. But don't drag my troops into your fucking shenanigans, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And before they can start arguing, Ratchet calls in. He's like, hey, I picked up Bulkhead Signal again, but he's like way, way, way far away from you. Uh, and Jackie's like, hey. You want to come with? So yeah, Prime goes with, and uh, then it shows comically two large Optimus sitting inside Wheeljack's ship in the passenger seat. That was just great. reminded me of like a Dinobot riding on Rat Trap and Rodeo Rat mode. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like, like he's all sitting there, over, like bored, tapping his fingers on his own uh, <laughs> yes. on his knees. But he he's like, so you you and Bulkhead are good friends, but you you insist on fighting alone. What's up with that? Well, Wheeljack's just like, well, it's less complicated that way. So it's almost like he doesn't want to get involved with someone because. What if he loses them? Because his his old comrades are kind of drifting off. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. So um, they arrive at a shipping yard, uh, conveniently uh, desolated, like nobody's there. Yeah, because these shipping places that are always nine to five, Monday to Friday. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got nights and weekends and holidays off. So there's no nobody. security guards. None. Nothing. Yeah, no lights. Uh, but they find Bulkhead restrained to a bunch of shipping containers with a bomb on his chest commercial break and uh wheeljack runs up and starts to defuse the thing and he admits oh this is pretty good one uh, they don't make them like this anymore <laughs> i think he even calls it a work of art yeah something like that and meanwhile someone up on the stack of containers has a bead on optimus yeah he's uh and what but optimus seems to know something's up he's looking around he's not i mean optimus isn't an idiot he, no. he knows the trap when he sees one but uh, it, it turns out to be Dreadwing, and he gets a call from Megatron on his flip phone, yeah. and Megatron's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, no, no, it's cool, boss. I'm going to kill Optimus. And Megatron's like, man, he's not that fucking easy to kill, all right? How many times do I have to tell you idiots this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fair, uh, but uh, Dreadwing's like, don't worry about it. I got, oh, wait, where'd he go? <laughs> and Optimus <laughs> is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Megatron hangs up the phone, turns to Sandwave, and says, well... I'll be surprised if we ever see him alive again. (laughs) (laughs) So then then this is where um, Bulkhead and and Jackie realize, oh, wait, where did Optimus go? And Jackie's dismissive. He's like, he ran away because he's a fucking prime and they always run away when the shit gets tough. Yep. The first ones to run are the generals. Yeah. Uh, But then Optimus, uh, this was classic Optimus, as dumb as it was. He tries to talk sense into Redwing, Dreadwing, even though at the very beginning of this episode, he was like, that guy is fiercely loyal to Megatron and the Decepticons. Now he's trying to talk sense into him fuck well i think he, he's trying to appeal to his sense of honor eh. and uh it just says that, like you value loyalty and honor but megatron neither has nor values like neither of those things it's yeah uh, 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 whatever but <laughs> either way what this does is it triggers dreadwing to try to chase down optimus and they start having a run through the um the containers of uh, the shipping containers in this shipping yard. Back with Wheeljack, Bulkhead tells him, like, look, man, take a hike. Only Dreadwing can defuse this fucking thing. And, and Wheeljack points out that the blaster fire that they're hearing from Prime and Inviting, it's getting closer. And then Bulkhead just 
punches him away. So I guess he got one of his arms free. But yeah, it looks like he just pulled it free, which why didn't you do that at the beginning? But anyway, yeah. Uh, but he says, don't worry, I'm doing this to save you, buddy. And then Bulkhead just takes off running. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dreadwing is still chasing Optimus. And now they're running on top of the shipping container. So it's kind of like the, the heist in uh, GTA. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, kind of. But uh, Bulkhead finds his way to the water and he he's like sorry fishies and i'm like wait that was his plan like he's just gonna i thought he was gonna like find dreadwing and be all like all right you defuse this bomb or i'll break your fucking head or at the very yeah, least yeah that's blow what him just up too him- but nope he's just gonna yeah that's what i figured up. just give him a big bear hug and take yeah. at least take him out but yeah he's gonna go into the water i guess to minimize the collateral damage since that's been a theme well there's that yeah he isn't yeah lot. but uh jackie gets in front of him and like force forces him to stop like digs his heels in and stops bulkhead and and he's right he says you're right dreadwing is the only one who can defuse this and right now optimus is bringing him out yeah because optimus knows that too that's why he must have left and now and then it shows optimus and he's climbing like a crane or some structure and dreadwing comes out looking for him and i'm thinking oh my god are we really gonna do the old electromagnet thing again but uh no no we are not (laughs) it looked it looked like an electromagnet they just didn't they used the weight of it instead of the electromagnetism yeah and they just flatten dreadwing with this thing it's just like looney tunes flatten them yeah and they all stand over and uh, he's like ha fuck you i would gladly die just to see the killer of um skyquake die and optimus says okay then we'll all hang out here as well yep and uh then we'll all die and we'll chase your ass all over sovngarde or stovacor or wherever we end up and dreadwing relents so he they let him free, which is this. He should have just ran there, but yes. he doesn't. He uh, he uh, he diffuses the bomb with like a half a second to go. Yeah, or, it's, it's uh, like LV on the end of his. Pro- like, I mean, it was it's probably odd. three nanocycles left. Yeah, or astroseconds or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he pulls out his flip phone and pushes a button, yes. and a bunch of uh, shipping containers around the shipping yard just blow up. And he uses that distraction to fly off. So okay, away he goes. Then Wheeljack's like, uh, "Well, who do we call for cleanup?" Which referenced a line earlier that we skipped over where um, Wheeljack and Bulkhead are talking and Wheeljack, he's like, you're going to call for backup? He's like, records don't call for backup. They call for cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. So back on the Nemesis, Dreadwing submits to Megatron, who's surprisingly cool with this. He's like, what's important is that you're here. Yep. Looks like Prime is still alive, but so are you. So there's that. But (laughs) then reminds him you are here. Or no, I think it's Dreadwing. Who says, uh, I am now here on Earth to serve your will and your will alone. So back at the Autobots, uh, Wheeljack and Optimus admit they were wrong about each other. And uh, the Autobots all want him to stay, except for Ratchet. Ratchet's just like, well, we only have limited space and just turns back to his computer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good line. Um, But he says, you know what, maybe he's like, I don't like the rules, but I I wouldn't mind staying on this. I think he calls it a marble or rock or whatever. He's like, I'm going to look around. And Bulkhead says, you're going to need an Earth-based vehicle mode for this one, buddy. Yeah, then we see him outside and uh, he transforms and... Here they come, the boys in the bright white sports car, waving their arms in the air. Who do they think they are? And where did they get that car? He's going to explore the planet, and to do so, he's going to turn into a super high-end sports car with racing livery, because that'll blend right in, won't draw any attention at all. 
Not to mention it's kind of impractical. I'm sure in Nevada and the Southern California and other places in the states where it doesn't snow and there's no salt in the roads or frost in the ground, the paved roads are in pretty decent shape. Must be if the speed limit in some of those places is 80 miles an hour. Well, that's not the case everywhere. As the saying goes, in England they drive on the left, in Canada we drive on what's left. You take a Lamborghini or a Ferrari with a one-inch ground clearance for a spin in some places, you'll beat the thing to pieces and on all the potholes and cracks. Anyway, why not turn it into some kind of aircraft? It would sure help the Autobots to have a flyer. It'd be a lot handier for exploring the planet, if you ask me. Oh, better yet, he asks Agent Fowler what he'd recommend that he pick for something to change into. Did he just tell me to turn into a bridge and jump off it? What? What, what did I say? Where's he going? It's a planet of humans. Figured I'd ask a human, which would be better, a helicopter or a fighter plane. And he just started yelling. And, and then he called me a haiku writing... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode we're going to review is Crossfire. If you want to see something that should be shot dead, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Soby. He is at P. McPherson one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the episode, keep on transforming. See you later. We need to be careful.